Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to Latinas Watching Bravo. And we are catching up on Roni, of course, with our um, Puerto Ricana correspondent, the super Roni fan, Awen, with us today. I'm so Hi. excited. Hello, Awen. ¿Cómo estás? Hola, hola. And I was just saying when we were offline before we're recording, if you guys can hear in the background, uh, that adorable noise is the cookies. Tell us a little bit about the cookies. So the cookies are like a traditional frog in Puerto Rico. They are actually um, from here, but they have been sourced to Florida, Hawaii, and other rainforest tropical areas like the Galapagos. They're like really small frogs and that's their mating called cookie. Okay, oh, they're so cute. So that's what you may be hearing. Pero no se tocan, ¿verdad? Uno nomás los deja tranquilo. Yeah, we just let them be. Oh, Everyone yeah. here just just let them be. They're so cute. If you're in the mountains, the sound is going to be more pronounced. But yeah. So adorable. I love it. It's very soothing to me. Okay. So let's get into Roni. We're going to do, for anyone listening, uh, we missed last week because, you know, life was crazy and, uh, you know, I just uh, got caught up in stuff. And of course, I always want to make sure we uh, use Owen's time wisely because she is an essential worker, y'all. She's a nurse. She needs to go save lives during this pandemic. So <laughs> getting into <laughs> the Burning Man episode. Uh, what were your, let's, well, we start off in the beginning right at ebony's apartment and uh what did you think of the big bow i i kind of loved it i know a lot of people hated leah's big bow i was like like, he reminds me of someone and then someone said what's joe siwa and i'm like oh my god that's oh yeah i i just i didn't remember her name has anyone made a meme yeah with leah and then like josie was on her her head Yeah. yeah Totally. I was like, but uh, but I think like that's I like I didn't remember her name, but I had her picture in my mind. Jojo Siwa, like, yeah. Yeah, Jojo Siwa, thank you. <laughs> I've seen her like so, so many, many people were like was. hating on that bow so, shirt, and I don't know why I really oh, loved it. Someone another another person made a meme about her being like Alexis present because oh, Alexis yeah. for Christmas <laughs> does the whole bow on the cars. That's so right. Leah is Alexis. And I'm like, oh, people were like really hating it. They were. People were throwing tomatoes at it on Twitter, but for some reason, but I see the worst stuff. For some reason, I really liked it. Like I would wear, and I don't know, I don't know why, but I really. I wouldn't wear it. No, let's let's just just draw a line. Like no, I I kind of loved it. Like for me, that's that's the some to glow up. Because she wouldn't yeah. have worn that on season one. Oh yeah, totally. On season two. So for me, that's a typical season two glow up where you're like branching out and trying more stylish stuff and trying to go there when you are not like that. And that's what you I was know, thinking. I'm like, maybe we- it's because I'm from Texas and you know we like to be a little bit dramaticas. And so I was like, ooh. <laughs> Not, I like, like that. Like, <laughs> I don't think maybe if that would have been to warn to something going out, yeah. fine. But it was just to an apartment. So I'm like, uh, no. 
and um and ebony is just on her like jack on her yeah, sweater her chill clothes yeah and, and, and all chill and here she and comes she starts, with a bow i know i thought it was so funny you know what i loved about this bow thing it's because here's what i loved it's attached to a hoodie it's like it's like a mix of two worlds like pageantry and then like home loungewear and like i don't know it spoke to my soul (laughs) but i understand that it's horrible to other people but there's some reason side note i once had a friend of mine who's latino but not mexican and we were catching a flight somewhere and it was during the holidays and he's like friend why is it that mexicans love to dress their kids up like christmas ornaments <laughs> like because we love to put like all kinds of shit in our hair and the clothes and that was the first time i noticed i'm like oh my god we are a little extra and so i don't know if that's why um i really love this book <laughs> it's like i like you may be extra but i think as a latino you know in a whole we yeah. are extra right we right go out for we love bright colors and all and that i yeah. remember like until a few years ago where i was like i'm done i'm not getting ready for <laughs> a dress i'm getting out of work and you're asking me for a dinner at home yes. with my family for christmas and my yes. mother expected me after working because i i changed jobs but uh-huh. at the first time uh-huh. my first was in the trauma unit in puerto rico the only trauma in the caribbean so it's like i'm working with trauma right and you're expecting me to go home and change to a dress after eight hours of hard work i'm like hell no no por like, eso wouldn't that now. moment be perfect for a hoodie with a big bow on it see what i mean no no <laughs> she you, said you absolutely not no <laughs> No, I am the ebony type. I'm like, I'm comfortable. I'm chill. I'm going here. Like, so now I, you guys can picture us. Ebony and Leah is me and Owen. And that's, yeah, that's our totally. style right there. I'm oh, ebony so and you're Leah. Like, totally. Just in that scene, because I hate everything else she wears. But that moment. <laughs> um, and I get it. But I'm like, but my mother would be frustrated because she's like, it's Christmas. Everyone has to dress up. Right, and I'm like, right. um, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. We're going to get in jeans and a cute top. That's it. I'm not yeah. going to get a dress. I am not going to do my hair. I am not going to do a whole lot of makeup because I'm tired and I want to sleep. But if you want to want me to be there and be present, I'm going to change. Mm-hmm. And Oye, si allá ustedes también celebran Nochebuena, or is that just a Mexican thing? Oh, okay. No, Nochebuena. Esa es la noche, ¿verdad? Like the big night. Yeah. Nochebuena, sí. Nochebuena, Navidad, y obviamente el 31 y el 1. Uh-huh. Y Reyes. Y de, claro, claro, los Reyes Magos. Um, sí, hey, did you, were you able claro. to get, um, ay, ¿cómo se dice? Ya se me olvidó ahorita en el momento. El, el pastel, ay, ¿cómo se dice en español? Uh, valgame Dios <laughs> donde donde tienen el baby Jesus ay como se llama oh, no, la rosca la rosca ah ok what do you guys do for Reyes Magos for Reyes Magos we only have the well we pick um, grass recogemos grama 
y le dejamos grama a los reyes magos. Oh, sí. I love so, this. I never niños, knew that. So, los niños buscan grama en una caja de zapatos casi siempre. O en una caja así de marrón o así, cualquiera. Uh -huh. Mi niña eran cajas de zapatos, ahora son cajas de Amazon. Así que... And eh, I've heard that before in other cultures that they would put like a simple present in a shoebox. I've, I've, I've actually heard that of like different cultures. Se busca, se busca grama la noche antes, el niño le deja grama y le puede dejar, tú sabes como lo, en Santa Claus se le deja galletas y uh -huh. pues acá se le deja o grama para que los camellos coman, porque como los reyes vienen con los camellos, los, los camellos tienen que comer. Claro. Que darle comida, pues tienen que comer y ellos lo que comen es grama. Mi madre se emocionaba y nos dejaba una línea de grama por toda la casa y nos levantábamos y veíamos grama y hasta en un, una vez que hasta hizo hasta pisadas de fango. Mami se emocionaba mucho. Oh, I love ella, that. I never knew that about Puerto Rico. That's so cool. Y tú te levantabas y lo que tú encontrabas era, ¿sabes? Así de regalo, pero lo que encontraba era así, la grama rega que ella la misma la regaba, pero ella misma después la limpiaba porque nosotros éramos chiquitos adiós, <risa> claro pero ella feliz la, la limpiaba porque pues ya lo que quería ver la sorpresa de nosotros uh -huh. asistiendo cuando éramos chiquitas y luego todavía se junta la familia en la noche o, o sí. así, oh, ok, no, sí, sí entonces sí, ahí tenemos, nosotros los latinos siempre buscando unión con la familia, sí, verdad sí. razón, celebrar juntos y, a, y hacer fiesta uh -huh. este año este como no nos daba mucho miedo porque al paso era un hotspot y nos daba mucho miedo entrar a la panadería a comprar una rosca entonces mi mamá y yo nomás fuimos a Dunkin Donuts y compramos dos donas okay. así fue nuestra rosca celebrando los Reyes Magos en, en la pandemia that's how we did it Okay, um, sorry guys, but see, you guys are learning with us. I love this. Um, one of my favorite things is that Alwyn is in Puerto Rico. And so she's able to share with us all the beauty and highlights. And uh, I just love it. I love hearing stories of like what, what is different in Puerto Rico. So cool. So shout out to all the Puerto Ricanas uh, listening. Ustedes también usan Boricua, verdad? Ajá. Uh -huh. Uno sí. puede decir Boricua. Okay, so shout out to sí, the Boricua. <laughs> Now going back to Ebony, um, I'm dying to know who her fiance is. Have you seen anything? I can't find him. The fiance ex, with three no. kids. No, because that's an ex, and because that was an ex, I think that she like deleted everything. Yeah. Beforehand. So because that's what I'm dying to started, know about her. Because when she started like taping it, it was already like done right right but he but he has money but because he was in that apartment that's my next so, goal to find who he is so, and now we leave ebony's apartment and we go um oh, to your girl sonia rita tell me so what did what you think i was like yeah i told you this was what's going to be about season for her yeah it looks like yeah. it And she, this is where she meets with the healer and she breaks yes, down crying. Her, the healer Alita. Yes. That's been her healer for a few years. That, That really broke my heart. Did it break your heart or did you yes, see this coming? It was, really sad. it was 
no, it was okay. It broke my heart because I didn't think that she was still so hung up on, on her ex. Right. Because this has been her story for the past nine years. Mm-hmm. So this was the same story that we had at the beginning when we met her as a housewife. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't been able to move on. Mm-hmm. So there's something, and it's like I said to you the other time that we talked about the townhouse. It's like, come on, you could have renovated that townhouse. You could have painted something. Mm-hmm. Why are you still having your ex's um, workout room over there? That's where she's meeting Alida. Right. Because she's having her healing session on her ex's workout room. Now, my early memories of Roni are hazy. Does Did we ever find out, was it him that cheated on her? Is that what happened? Well, he they divorced and he married a friend of, a friend of hers. Oh. But apparently, rumors has it that she had cheated on him. Okay. I thought I had heard that, but she's in so much pain. I was like, well, was it him? Rumors are that apparently she had cheated on him and then but I think that he had also he decided to divorce to ask for a divorce or she well she says that she's the one that asked that asked for the divorce because he ended up cheating with a friend of hers wow then they they end up marrying so he ended up marrying her friend wow so for me, she still hasn't moved on from that. And no one has been like good for her that mm-hmm. has come along. And, and she talks about it because she doesn't have the security. She doesn't have the comfort and just being able her rock because she talks about leaning on someone, her friend. And that's what she's missing. I mean, it was so heartbreaking to watch her like really just break down. I think this is the most honest we've seen Sonia in a long time. Like she is really going time, through it. But for me, it's like there's something else holding you to it because you it's been nine years and you haven't been able to move on. Yeah. There's something else holding and I don't know what it is. And I don't think that she even knows. And right now, when we are like seeing her spiraling mm-hmm. because she's facing it, but at the same ch- time, she's using alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's self medicating. So, yeah, she's um, she's having a Dorinda year. Like, and now yes. I understand why mm-hmm. she always would tell Dorinda we're going through the same thing. And of course for Dorinda, that was extremely insulting. Cause she's like, no, my husband died. Like, Yours it's a, right. That's very different. And I get it, but now looking at her and I agreed with Dorinda back then, but watching her go through this, I think what Sonia really meant was we're both in the same place where we are living a future. We did not want. That's what she meant. That's totally, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's it. And it, that and I love Sonia and I want the best for her but this is something that is still just on the top of the surface you know this mm-hmm. is just boring. totally this hasn't boiled over Esto todavía le falta. right oh, so now we head to the Hamptons um yes. what were your thoughts Hamptons 
part one. So <laughs> I really liked that Ramona opened her house for five days. So that guarantees at least five episodes because they are so crazy that it's going to be almost an episode per day mm-hmm. because they're, they're going to do some crazy stuff every day and it's going to be a lot. So I'm pretty sure that we are going to have like five Hampton days or at least four, four mm-hmm. to five days of them just being in the Hamptons and doing stuff. I like the burning uh, Leah of um, wanted to do a Burning Man theme and Ramona offered her backyard. So it was interesting. I liked that they had the Burning Man theme. It was something different, something other housewives have, haven't done because I'm a little tired of the, of the, of the themes repeating on all the housewives. That mm-hmm. themes, for example, you know, mystery house, Let's go to break something and release our stress. Let's go, you know, wineries. Those are, I understand. We are in a pandemic and and in quarantine and it's really difficult. But when you see most of the time, almost all of the households did the same stuff. And if they had parties, they were theme parties like mystery dinner, someone died something like that but this is completely different being burning man yeah and it was kind of cool to see them being all like free in the in the wilderness right yeah totally especially them because they're always like wound up really tight (laughs) you're obviously sorry darling you know money can't buy you class right right what did you think about um the the big um scene with Ramona's and uh, again her typical Ramona flawed self of the help and then calling her the wrong name the director yeah. so for someone that hasn't watched the episode Ramona wanted to have a guest service help during the week so that she didn't want as she said in her confessionals she didn't want the dildo in the pasta again <laughs> right <laughs> like last season Right, the vibrator in the pasta again, last like last season. So she wanted someone to help her with the daily stuff with the girls. Okay, fine, awesome. But she doesn't remember the name, the the woman's name that's helping her. Her her name is Michelle, and she's calling her Diane. Diane, yeah. And the thing is that they give her an official title. She's the director of hospitality. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) And and. The thing is that she's like, no, I'm Michelle. Oh, yeah, sure, Michelle. Diane, Diane, no, 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 I'm Michelle. Oh, you're Michelle, okay. I'm like, girl, like, come on. This hasn't been that, like, if we are seeing it three times, they have at least taped it, like, ten times. Right, and it's like Ebony said in the first episode, right? I think she said uh, Ramona has a listening problem. (laughs) Yes. Totally. Not the earache, but a listing problem. Um, I'm really glad that Ramona mentions the whole the help comment, and she's like, she's like, mm-hmm. yes, I just get my help wrong, mm-hmm. and that's when Ebony goes like, we would absolutely. And what I loved about that scene is that Ebony immediately was like, did she just say the help? And the camera's on her and Leah. Leah's like sniffing the meat. She didn't even catch that. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's such a great example of the different, you know, like, what is it? Alternative universe. I don't know the different worlds we're walking in, because that is something that has always bothered me about Roni, especially when they travel to Latin America or specifically Mexico, because they go there a lot. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And then last season, I found an old tweet of mine where I called out Leah because they were at the Hamptons at Ramona's. And they were picking on Leah about setting the table and being helpful. And she's like, well, I did. I gave them to your your woman out there. And I was so pissed off because I was like, she has a fucking name and she's not property. She's not Ramona's woman. She doesn't belong to you. She's a human yeah. being with a name. And like, te cuesta mucho ir a pedirle like what you can't go and fucking ask her for her name. Oh, so I was livid. So I was I was really happy that they they um. Had, well not actually no they didn't have this moment again no, ramona no, fucked up again yeah, yeah. <laughs> ramona. ramona mentioning that right help and everyone picking up on wait did she call her the help again did and what a difference finally we have someone um, that can have that conversation otherwise yes. no one does yeah so then afterwards that we see just over there ramona Leah, Leah and Luan. Leah, Ramona mentions that Heather is going to come for the for the for the next few days, for a few days while they are in the Hamptons. Leah has a problem with it because she knows what Heather has been saying on the podcast because Heather has a podcast, and she has been talking about the girls, about Luan, Sonia, and Ramona. So, and she's been saying mean stuff about them so Leah has mentions it and Ramona just like no 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 don't mention it like brushes us to the side and she's like no 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 just let it go don't bring it up it's going mm-hmm. to be a problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but that's but Leah is like uh this is going to be a problem like yeah yeah I, they're setting setting it go. up for next next week yes so then but they get dressed they get dressed for the burning man burning man whose outfit did you like the most well i have to say (laughs) you hated all of them (laughs) it's not yeah well i liked leah's because leah's was wild i would i'm an ebony so i would wear ebony Mm -hmm. if i wouldn't know anything but i liked Leah's because Leah had the cowboy hat with the mesh, the the chaps on, like she and she has a banging body. Like mm-hmm. I am, girl. If you have it, show it, and you right. can do it. Like awesome. So I like that. Um, I was surprised with Ramona because it's been a long. Ramona has come a long way since mm-hmm. the first show when yep. she was. In- I can't be here if you're discussing naked pictures. Discussing. I know, right? And now she's over here with nipple pasties. Thank you. She has a mesh top, nipple pasties, a, a mini skirt that she's trying to shake her butt, but she doesn't know how to shake it. So that's not because she's on the floor cleaning um, dog pee. <laughs> and she's like, and Sonia is taping her, like doing a love with her. She's like, go on, shake it, shake it. And Ramona checks her 
shoulders and not her ass and i'm like (laughs) don't even try i you know i have to admit uh ramona's not my favorite but she looked really good i mean the woman is 65 i would love to look like that when i'm 65 she looked really good yeah i think my best dress go to her and leah i really thought ramona kind of brought it you know i'm I'm actually very surprised by her right now (laughs) yeah because ramona I, I liked Ramona's just because she was open to it because yeah. the whole point of Burning Man and she even the hair people weren't liking the hair but I'm like but it's Burning it's Man. Burning Man yeah uh-huh so if she had like a few strands of purple and something in her hair that's a lot for her so like come on people give totally. her a break yeah so, I thought they did good the one that I thought was the most boring was uh the Countess I was like girl come on Shake it up. That Countess was like the uncle from National Lampoons. <laughs> oh my like, God, to go back. About someone. And I'm like, yeah, but that's a weird movie. Oh my God, I'm that's like, so funny. The thing is that someone had the same thought about me and I saw it in a meme. And I started cracking up. <laughs> I don't know what time that someone, they were like, are you okay? Because I couldn't stop laughing. Oh my God, I have to look it up. Because I was like, it reminds me of somewhat like in my mind the tacky like, uncle that has the white shoes that yeah. gives yeah, yeah. Gives... <laughs> yeah. with the whole svika svenka whatever the hat oh that's, my god that's so funny hat that they have that they use that it's um that's hilarious yeah i'm gonna have to look it up it's funny what'd you so think funny. about the ceremony uh of burning man and i like it because it opened it offered for them to be exposed to ebony Mm -hmm. and ebony actually talked about her personal life Mm -hmm. and she talked about her being just don't having a family being just her mother her grandmother and her like all three of them only and i think that part of it really brought them together because ramona could identify with her and that's a lot because ramona can't identify with no one Right, but Ramona saw herself because she knew what she because she knows that that's the same for her. Ramona only has Avery. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mario is her ex, but when you look at it, she only has Avery mm-hmm. and her fifty closest girlfriends. Right? Yeah, but <laughs> when you talk about family, per no, se, of course, yeah, mm-hmm. she only has Avery because yeah. she doesn't talk to her family. Luan, she has family, but she never mentioned it. Sonia doesn't have any family also so she only has her kid mm-hmm. but when you look at it like they were seeing they understood her pain they yeah. understood her, her solitude her her loneliness they understood that and I, one, and for <clears throat> me that was interesting for you what and for me that was interesting that they were able to open up and receive what ebony was sharing because that group especially ramona is not a person that receives information she is not able to be empathic right with another person ramona think- doesn't have empathy so when for her to be open to ebony like that and comment i was surprised i agree um for me, that was my biggest takeaway of this episode. 
I tweeted out how much I appreciated Ebony really talking about that. Cause I think uh, for me, I went through a lot of that during the pandemic at the beginning, like I really spiraled. I was having a lot of anxiety and really just a mental breakdown. Like a lot of us were instantly, I like started rethinking all my career choices. Cause in chasing my career, I have often closed the door on relationships. And at the time when it was happening, I was like, no, I have to do this now. You know, my career, my career, cause I'll never get another chance. I'll never get another chance. And the pandemic hits and like everything stops. And I don't know what happened to me. I legit became a weeping woman. Like I remember going, cause I came home to quarantine, right. And to help my mom. And I remember going into her room and I was just sobbing. And I was like, I never got married. I never had children. What's going to happen to me? Like I was spiraling and I could feel myself spiraling and I didn't know how to stop it because I had all of a sudden fear of Mm -hmm. my mortality. Um, that, that I, that when, like when the time comes, my mom passes, I will be alone in this world. And I saw that happen again, like with Teresa, when, when she, when she was crying and I remember bawling my eyes out when they were doing the montage to her father. And she said, um, I'm alone in this world. You know, my parents are gone and, and, and I'm alone. I feel like an orphan. And I was like, <gasps> I was sobbing. Cause again, I had these same fears and yeah. what does that mean? So for her to then not only be vulnerable and share that, first of all, it made me feel not crazy. Cause I really didn't even tell that to my friends I felt super crazy um but it it did cause me this mass reflection and I started just like mom what happens if another pandemic hits and I'm older and and no one's gonna help me and and what if I can't do stuff on the computer like I was just like a mile a minute and then instantly just thinking I never had children I never I know I should have married I was thinking of like old ass boyfriends that I hated that I was like I should have just married him and had kids like oh my god I was spiraling if anyone's listening, thinking that me speaking right now is spiraling, it was like times a thousand in my head. And I was sobbing. I couldn't even stop myself. It was crazy. So I appreciated that she spoke to us working single women. Right. And because I'm the same boat. Right. I, 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 at the same time, I was like, I don't have anyone. I, like, right. I have my family, my right. brother, my sister, but that's it. Right. Right. And no one, my mother is like disappointed because none of us is like in a hurry to get married and have kids. Right. And she wanted to be a young grandmother. Right. But that hasn't happened. So it's like, uh huh. Right. It like made, made the space that. Did you go through that at the beginning of the pandemic? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. It's not just me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I yeah. thought about it. Like I wasn't in a depressing, like, you know, crying, like, oh my God. But I thought about everything that you said. I thought about it. And oh, in my God. mind, just wondered. And I was like, oh my God, this is totally crazy. Like, I just hope because it happened a hundred years ago, I'm going to be long gone by the time another pandemic it happens hit. again. Let's yes. Just hope, let, let's just hope because it appears if you go through history, like every hundred to 120 years, something like a pandemic hit that's what i told my niece i was like baby girl tu eres la única. so like you are gonna have children and you need to send them to go che- check on your tia do not forget how much you love me right now when i'm old 
Exactly. She's just like laughs at me. She's like, Tia, I would never forget. I'm like, mm, I want it in writing because, you know, mm-hmm. we, we don't know who you're going to grow up to be. It's just, but I was totally spiraling. Um, And so I love that if anyone is like listening and being like, whoa, this is depressing. What I was going to say is that what I, I loved about her story at the end, she takes us through the emotions, the same fears, the same thoughts. And then she offers hope. She says what I offer into you know, the fire of the moment is that she wants to broaden her definition of family. And I thought that was so amazing. I had never even thought that. Like, what if we redefined what family is, aka the golden girls, right? Like you make yeah, your own family. Because, because I've even I've read stuff of girls, like of women already buying like a property together and stuff. Property together for that when they are they are older because they're right so down yep so because when they are older they're going to be living there and they're and it's property that they ish of them have like their own bathroom their own room their whole mini you know so like it's like a mini studio and people they're like six something like that and they have common areas for kitchen living room and all that yeah, I I think this is probably the way of the future. And we yeah. and it's not even like that far fetched. We've seen it in sitcoms before, you know, and in movies there was like girl power, you know. And so um I love that she ended that on that note. And it really helped uplift me from the memory of my spiral. I was like, that's true. Like I released it with her in that moment. I was like, yes, I need to broaden my own definition of what family is. And so I just loved that whole scene and i get why she had to go to bed early i mean it was a lot it felt like it was, it was a lot of energy draining. yeah it was emotionally draining and they were like oh you did the irish goodbye and i'm like girl let it let it be this is yeah. a hard come on this is a really hard group and she was emotionally and she said it she was i'm okay i just want you to guys to keep having fun yeah but i'm emotionally drained like i am done and i know my limits and this is it. And I love that. I love that. <laughs> and then, you know, what did she say? I know how Leah gets. <laughs> She's like, I- I'm yeah. done. <laughs> I know how Leah parties. Yeah. And I understand. And I'm like, yeah, I've done a few Irish goodbyes. So I'm like, oh, go for ahead. Sure, for sure. And then we close the entire episode out with a comical moment, which I thought was hilarious. Um, Ramona asking if it's Morley or Marley. <laughs> Oh, totally. (laughs) What is Morley? What? (laughs) You're my best friend. Sonia starts yelling at her. Oh my God. You're my best friend and you don't know my dog's name. I kind of agree with Sonia on that though. I was like, really, Ramona? Really? (laughs) And then Sonia's like, what if if we call Coco? What did she say? Cuckoo, cuckoo. Cuckoo, yeah. uh Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. That's why we call Coco. And she's like, no, yeah, 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 it's Marley. <laughs> Another small scene that I don't know if you saw. It was when they were preparing for the Burning Man. And this is why I love Sonia and Ramona. And the two have to be together on the show. Because they are really the yin to the yang. And they cannot be without the other one. They were getting ready for the, they were pre- preparing stuff for the Burning Man at night. Mm-hmm. And they were going to, and Ramona wanted the, pool to be heated at 95 degrees 
for the water to be warm, like 85 or 95. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to find how to turn it on. The thing is that the woman had in the pool was cold and she was yeah. like mad. So Ramon and Sonia went to the to the pool equipment to find out and to turn it on and all that. And that small clip had me laughing because that's classic Sonorita. Absolutely. I thought they were so funny. They were like Lucy and that's Ethel. Classic them. That's yes. just my classic scene <laughs> of, them, of them. And that's what I like to see about from them. Yes. I I'm thought that was hilarious. And to her credit, so was it Sonia that found it that made it work? She found the book. Or one of them was like, what happened to the day when you could just hit stuff and it would work? <laughs> that was funny also. I was like, yeah, I remember. Well, geriatric millennial heels. Right. <laughs> I was so I mad about that. I was like, how dare they call us geriatric? I remember my grandpa my grandpa going go over there and hit it yeah for uh us geriatric millennials (laughs) yep oh my god that's so funny okay so that brings us up anyone listening we are done with um episode what was that two and now we go into episode three yes now we're going to episode three okay so let's start off they pick up